0: In this video, I'm going to be sharing with you three signs that prove we live in a holographic reality. This video could totally shape and shift and move the way you see the world into a completely new way. Welcome back to another video. My name is Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now in this video, we're going to expand our consciousness a little bit more. We're going to look into the possibility that we may be living in a holographic reality. What does that actually really mean and what can we do about it once we know this? Because once we know this, we can then in a way go through and change our life in a powerful way. When I first went through my spiritual awakening, I was so inspired to understand like how reality works. I did everything and I was learning as much as I could about how reality works when it comes to the law of attraction, when it comes to understanding that our beliefs create our reality. And I wanted to know it all because my idea was that if you understand how reality works, then you can influence it in a powerful way. And I remember learning as much as I could and the more that I learned, the more that I earned, I'm just kidding, the more that I was able to really move myself in a powerful way. But that is true too. The more you learn, the more you also earn. But this is just about awareness, which is what my channel is about. So when it comes to this, think of this in the form of holographic reality. What does that even mean? What is a hologram? Well, a hologram is a larger piece and in that larger piece, there are individual pieces that make up that larger piece. So it's like the idea of the drop in the ocean and the ocean in the drop. Every little piece in that big hologram is the same photo over and over and over again to where it makes up that big photo. Well, in a similar way, it's the same idea in reality when it comes to like the ocean. For example, we could say that there is a drop in the ocean, but there is also an ocean in a drop. It is a similar type idea. And when we start to see things in this way, we start to see things as more connected and we start to understand. In a way, the way that elements work, the way that, uh, everything makes up the whole and we can see that everything's just a different composition of the same energy. And most of what quantum physics shows us as well is that what we think of as a solid universe is actually made up of very unsolid material. Almost what is it? Over 99.99% of everything is empty space, but it looks and appears very real, but it's just an interpretation of vibration. Just to give this kind of a general basis, when you go through a spiritual awakening, one of the things you may become aware of is that you are more than your physical ego, physical ego structure. You are more than just what you perceive reality through and what we perceive reality through is our five senses. It's our body and our five senses and we may think this is what reality is. Reality is what I can perceive and feel and touch and taste and smell and that's what we think reality is. However. We grow up thinking that that's who we are. We grow up identifying with our body when in actuality we are far more beyond that. And a spiritual awakening is when you become aware that this little physical ego structure is not all that there is. In fact, there is way more than that. And just simply becoming aware of that is a big release where you start to feel this big expansion of energy. And as you become aware of that, you can see that there's more to reality than what we perceive of through our senses. Now when it comes to a holographic reality, let's understand first off that the one is the all, the all is the one, the drop in the ocean, the ocean and drop. And think of the, the first sign. This is the way I'm going to be sharing with you right now. The first sign that we live in a holographic reality is you can see in nature, you can see in our bodies how everything is correlated in smaller parts and larger parts. For example, about four or five days ago, I went to my first ever acupuncture session, which I think is really cool by the way, I'm a big fan. Acupuncture is where they poke needles in certain parts of your body that correlate with certain emotions and they correlate with certain organs and certain emotions because certain emotions correlate with certain types of energy. So in general, the way that the Chinese, way of looking at acupuncture is, is that there's yin and yang, which are two balanced, two sides of the same coin, but they're different energies. And these, this yin and yang energy is within all of our bodies. Now what happens is there's times that we may be stressed, there's times that we may be going through certain physical symptoms that locks up certain energy in our body. And then the chi, which is energy, isn't flowing through our body smoothly. Well, what somebody that does acupuncture can do is they can diagnose our energy by looking at the tongue, which by the way, there's parts of the tongue that correlate with that of certain organs. So the tongue is in a way a diagnosis for what is happening inside of the body, which I find very interesting. But what there are, there's different parts of the body, well they were stick these little needles, it didn't really hurt. Stick these little needles, and it will correlate with certain organs, which correlate with certain emotions and certain symptoms that can then alleviate and balance out the Chi in the body. So I went to this and it was like a two hour session where they diagnosed and I just kind of went because I want boys wanted to try it. I wasn't necessarily like in dire pain or anything like that. I was like, I just want to try this. So I go and I sit down and I'm talking to the lady that does the acupuncture and she's telling me about all of this and I find it fascinating by the way, just learning. I wanted to learn as much as I could about it. And what she says is, and she explains is that inside of our hands, on our body, inside of our ear, even inside of our ear, there are different points that when you put pressure or you put a little bit of a needle, it will release energy and it will balance it out. It'll balance out the chi. and this even in the ear will correlate with certain emotions because the way our meridians work in our body is everything is connected. So if you ever been to maybe a uh, massage parlor, maybe you've seen where they show the hands or the feet, and they show how each individual organ, like maybe this is like the head, and then like there's certain parts of your finger that will correlate with different, like the pancreas or something like that. And what they can do is they can put pressure on certain parts of the hand or certain parts of the feet that then relax certain organs in the body, that then cause certain relaxation, and then cause the chi to flow better, the energy to flow better. Now, this is about understanding that everything in our body is connected. And in the same way that we may look at our hands or our feet, there are different nerves. The nerves that run through that of our hands and our feet also run through our body and noticing that we can then see that there's a certain flow of energy that happens and there are ways of influencing that process. Now even think about it. Maybe there's certain times you feel certain emotions and then certain things and symptoms in your body happen. That's because there's an intimate correlation between your body, your emotions how you feel and in the same way it's because it's all connected. So think about a hologram or we have that of something that is a smaller to the larger photo, the large, the smaller photo inside the larger photo. Well guess what? You have that in your tongue, you have a diagnosis of all your inner organs and somebody that can read that can say, see, she can look inside my tongue and go, oh, you need more of this or of that by feeling the pulse, the pulse. The, that was something else that she did. She felt the pulse and she was able to feel certain pulses in certain parts of my body as to which had more yin or yang energy. And she was able to then feel and diagnose and then put needles on certain parts of my body. There were a couple in my leg, my feet, my chest, my third eye, and I laid there for 25 minutes and afterwards I felt amazing. So this is powerful and this is something that shows is what kind of inspired me to make this video. This shows the connection that we have between our body and the smaller and the larger. So that is the first sign that we live in a holographic reality is that even on our own bodies, we have that of a larger to smaller ratio of the macrocosm and the microcosm. Now the second sign that we live in a holographic reality is simply that of the planets. Think about in the form of electrons. We have those of electrons. We have a nucleus. We have the different way that electrons communicate or react to other electrons. Then you could bring it out a little bit further. And if you keep on going, you see that eventually you get that of the planets and you think about it. The sun has planets that revolves around it and our sun revolves around another planet. It just keeps on going. Now, here's an interesting thing. Our body is 70% or more of water and earth herself is 70% or more of water. It's very peculiar that whatever that word is, it's very, it's very, what was that word? It's very, um, it's not coincidental stinkerness that we have a very similar type ratio makeup of our body to that of the planet. Now when you look at this, you can also see that and maybe you've heard of astrology before or numerology where when you're born, the time you're born on the planet has a certain momentum and feeling from the planets that are revolving around. And in general, that doesn't always have that so much power over us. That's a whole nother video altogether. But what I'm saying is there is a certain pattern and there is certain, uh, ways that we correlate with our environment and the universe in general. And you can see that certain planets will have a certain influence on our emotions or on how we feel or, uh, on our general direction. Maybe we chose the time we were born because then that had a certain momentum of energy that would push us in the right direction. And when you look at that, you can see that at the same time we have this microcosm, macrocosm relationship with ourselves. We also have that of the planet and the planet then revolves around other planets. And this microcosm macrocosm type relationship happens in so many different ways. Now, even if we look at the planet, another thing we can look at is sacred geometry. Have you ever seen sacred geometry? Maybe you remember my old photo with that of uh, the flower of life right here on my shirt. My old photo, my old uh, shirt that I used to wear all the time. <laughs> the flower of life shirt right here. And that is sacred geometry. Our universe and everything in our life is a combination of that sacred geometry. It is a connection between all things and you will see that geometry. When you look in nature, you will see it in cauliflower. You will see it in flowers. You will see it in cactus. You will see it in so many different ways. You will see this geometric pattern because everything in our reality is a composition of some type of geometric form and that is what makes up everything. Even if, our, if you were looking to look into our light body, for example, which is also a whole nother video in of itself, you would see that our light body has that of sacred geometry that we are within and our light body is something that we use to travel when we are in bed at night. We don't, may not remember it, something we travel through the astral realms, activating our light body is something that's happening on the planet right now for many, many people, which is bringing up a lot of things that we can then become aware of and then let go of. And if you want me to make a video on that, let me know. But yeah, that's about the light body and in general, when you look at the light body, you will notice I'll kind of show you, let me see if it's in here. This right here is, uh, the ancient secrets of the flower of life. This is a book by Drunvalo Mechizedek, which talks a lot about the light body. And when you look at the light body, what you'll notice is that there's these, it's in geometric forms. And there's certain breathing patterns you use. Maybe this page right here. So, kind of see it right here. Let me see if it. You see this right here? So these are the two different forms. There's uh, the light body goes around our body like this, and there's one triangle that goes up like this for the for male, and then down for female like this. And those spin. We all have those. Those spin, and the faster they spin, when we're doing meditation or we're activating it or we're raising our vibration the more we activate that part of ourselves, but it's all geometric. If you look in geometry or you look at a, every, how everything is connected, you look in nature, you will see these geometric patterns everywhere. That light body, by the way, is called a Merkaba, is the name of what that is. Um, and I'm, I think I'm going to do future videos on that quite a bit actually. So in general, when you look at that, you can see that geo, geometry is in everything. You can see that on the planet there is this microcosm macrocosm relationship even between ourselves and between that of the planet. Even think about it like this. There's an electromagnetic energy field around our body and around our body. We have this vibrational field that has within it our thoughts, our emotions, how we feel and that continues to carry a certain momentum until we let go of those thoughts or we move our thoughts or we shift our thoughts in the same way. There's an electromagnetic field around the planet and we call that collective consciousness. That's everyone's thoughts that are piled up and that are going out. Thoughts are literally things. They're vibrations. We may not physically see them with our eyes, but they exist in the same way that microcosm macrocosm also exists there as well. So that is another thing that proves we live in a holographic reality that may prove we live in a holographic reality. Now the last one I want to share with you is understanding the built in meaning to everything that happens in your life. And the truth is you put in meaning as to what things mean. Meaning things in life are ultimately blank slates. They are neutral ideas. And we put in the meaning as to what it is. For example, if I say a word that you've never heard before, be like, what does this mean? What is that of uh pantongo? loco. Pantongo loco. How about that? Pantongo loco. what does that mean? And you may be like, Well, unless it reminds you of some other word. But if it's like potongo loco, I don't know what it means. But if I were to tell you what it means and I say, Oh, it means uh, beautiful plant that is behind my camera right now that is just chilling elegantly. You might be like, I kind of like that. I like plants. You see, so the meaning that, that I've now infused with it gives you a certain type of emotion, but you didn't really have an emotion when I was asking you what Patanga loco means before. So you see, it depends on the meaning we give it in the same way a rainy day has no built in meaning, whether it's good or bad. It depends upon the meaning you give it. So becoming aware of that, you can start to give things more positive meaning in your life. And the next time something happens that appears to be negative, simply decide you're going to give it a positive meaning and watch how you change how you relate to it. That's what you can begin to become aware of. And that's what I've done it many times in my life. Anytime something happens, I can choose, I can observe it instead of react to it and I can give it a positive meaning. Now in general, reality in of itself, our beliefs are creating our reality. Reality is a reflection of what we believe to be true. So beyond and with that of the beliefs within those beliefs are that of the meaning we give things as well. So be aware of the meaning you're giving things in your life. Be aware of the beliefs you have about life in general. You know, a lot of times people DM me and be like, how do I do this when this is really, really hard? It's really, really hard to attract this thing in my life. How do I do it? Well, do you have a belief that is really, really hard and that's going to, that's your block. That's the thing that will allow you to experience something more reality is a reflection, which means you have the ability to change how you relate to it. And instead of trying to change the outer reality, change how you relate to it first. What's easier? Is it easier for you to change everything on the outside or is it easier for you to change on the inside and then allow the things on the outside to change? The thing you have most control over is how you respond to things in life. So because of that, because reality in of itself is what we believe to be true, we have an amazing amount of power to really shift ourselves in a powerful way and to change how we relate to the world in general. So understanding that we live in a holographic reality is about understanding that we can connect and we are all connected. We're connected to the planet. We're connected to that of other people. There's this sacred geometry that runs through all things and that reality in of itself is something that we give meaning to because of that. There is more power than we can possibly imagine. The more we tap into this, the more we gain our power back and the more that then our life begins to change in a very powerful way. So something else I have is something called the shift experience coming out soon. The shift experience is going to show you how to shift your level of consciousness into understanding more about how reality works and being in a higher vibrational state. It is something that's coming out in the next couple months. If you want to sign up and you want to get updates as that, you'll see it in the top of the description box below. Also, I'm going to be doing more live Q and A's on Instagram. So if you haven't uh, seen me on Instagram, I do live Q and A's. I also do that of uh, daily posts there as well. So you follow me on Instagram right here. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this video. Feel free to like this video if you liked it. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the little notification gear next to the subscribe button so you can see the daily vids that I do. And other than that, as always, peace, much love and namaste.